It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Hosted by me, Spencer Parks. I'm the host of the dictionary. It's a podcast. The first word in this episode is dissipated. D-I-S-S-I-P-A-T-E-D. Adjective from 1744. Given to or marked by dissipation. The synonym is dissolute, which I think we're going to have, uh, yep, we're going to have later this episode. And dissipatedly is an adverb, and dissipatedness is a noun. It's just about something that's uh, dissipating, doing dissipation, mm, which was, uh, we talked about that at the end of the previous episode. Oh, well, we actually have more. Dissipation is our next word, and I have to make a sound effect, which is going to be... Dissipation. Noun from the 15th century. One, the action or process of dissipating and the state of being dissipated. If you don't know what dissipated is, like I said, you got to go listen to the end of the last episode. 1A. The synonyms are dispersion, dispersion, and diffusion. Diffusion, dispersion, things are being spread out and broken apart into very tiny little particles. 1B. This is archaic, and the synonyms are dissolution, which is going to be at the end of this episode, and disintegration, disintegrating. How many words do we have for things that are spreading apart, being broken down, disintegration, dissolution, dispersion, diffusion, dissipation? Yeah, that's a lot. Maybe there's more. They all start with D-I. 1C is is wasteful expenditure dissipation is wasteful expenditure so i i think this is like um you're using up a thing in a wasteful way like your money maybe you're spending all your money on things that you do not need to spend your money on money on they're not bills uh they're not food it's not uh where you live or utilities or something or even phone this is things like I don't know what whatever something that you just don't need it's not it maybe it makes you happy but if you don't have a lot of money maybe it's not the best idea to be spending wasting your money on this thing you're just you're dissipating your money out into things that are unnecessary I don't know this this is my opinion based on this definition wasteful expenditure 1d this the definition is Intemperate living, intemperate living, but especially, ooh, excessive drinking. So, uh, intemperate living would be, I don't know, living not within your, the, the, your temperate, your, what, what exactly is that? Does that mean something about the way you live and then specifically the way you live if you, if you drink a lot, if you, could it be water? Could it be alcohol? Maybe either one. Drinking a lot, it's dissipation. So maybe the drinking, the liquid is being dissipated into your body. I guess. Number two, 
an act of self-indulgence, especially one that is not harmful. The synonym is amusement. So uh, you're indulging in things for yourself. Maybe it's food, maybe it's a drink, maybe it's movies, maybe it's something else. Um, But what's interesting is that it is not harmful. So drinking alcohol might not be part of that because if you indulge a lot into alcohol, that will be harmful on your body and maybe other people's bodies too. And then, you know, throughout this whole process of self-indulging, it's for your amusement. It's very fun. Dissipation. I don't understand why we're using dissipation here. Uh, Hmm, that's, that's interesting. We got to move on to the next word. Dissipative. Dissipative. Adjective from 1665. Relating to dissipation, especially of heat. So this is uh, something that's dissipative that's with heat. So maybe, uh, who, I don't know. If you put a rock in the oven, it's going to get real hot or anything in the oven. And then when you pull it out, the heat is going to be released off of this hot thing that you cooked. I don't know why I thought of a rock. Um, it's going to be released as that thing cools down. The heat goes away. The molecules slow down and, uh, your rock, it's a dissipative rock because it's dissipating the heat. Is this the right way to use this? I'm not so sure. The next word is dissociable or dissociable. Dissociable. Sociable. Like, do you like to talk to people? Are you sociable? Well, this is probably the opposite of that. Dissociable. Adjective from 1833. And the synonym is separable. Is that like something that can be separated? Interesting, separable, dissociable. Hmm. So I guess sociable, other than the way that we normally think of it, would be like you, 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 or this thing. It could be some sort of thing likes to be connected with other things. And dissociable is where they can be separated easily, I guess. Dissociability is a noun, and it doesn't tell me. What uh, what sort of context this is? Are we talking about people? Are we talking about things? Molecules, maybe? I don't know. That's interesting. Sounds like it's something that can be separated. Creak. Dissocial is next. Dissocial. Adjective from 16... No, 1762. The synonyms are unsocial and selfish. You don't like to be talking to the other people, even though it's probably good for you and your brain and your personality. You don't like to do it. You like to maybe talk with your your close family or friends or maybe just yourself or maybe your pets. Your pets count. And then also selfish. Uh, Unsocial and selfish feel like different. You can be unsocial and not selfish. You can be selfish and not unsocial. But I guess it depends on the context. Dissocial. You don't like to do the social things, I guess. That's what it says. You want to be selfish and just do things with yourself. Next is dissociate or dissociate. Dissociate, dissociate, dissociate. 
Verb from 1582, starting with transitive, one, to separate from association or union with another, as in attempts to dissociate herself from her past. She, there's a, there's a clear association with her past that when people hear her name, they're like, oh yeah, she's the one who, uh, who, who fell off the cliff. Yeah, we don't want to associate with her. And she's like, oh, people keep on thinking that I'm the, that they, they, all they can think of is I'm the girl who fell off the cliff. Um, but I don't want to be that girl anymore. Uh, so I'm going to try to dissociate myself, uh, from my past. So I'm not going to walk across, um, I'm not going to walk along the edge of cliffs anymore. That's one way to do that. Number two, the synonym is disunite, specifically to subject to chemical dissociation. Dissociation, ah, well, that's going to be the next word. Uh, but yes, disunite subject to chemical dissociation. So this is probably separating things, uh, chemical molecules, those, those sorts of things. Intransitive, number one, to undergo dissociation. That's probably the molecules. And two, to mutate, especially reversibly. Can you mutate backwards? Reversibly? Whoa, I didn't know you could do that. Um, so the etymology says this is from the Latin verb dissociare, dissociare, which is from dis plus sociare, which means to join, from socius, which means companion, and there's, there's more at the word social. So being social is joining together with other things, and then you put the dis in front of it, and it became, becomes the opposite, splitting apart. The next word is dissociation or dissociation, whichever way you like to say it. Noun from 1611. One, the act or process of dissociating or the state of being dissociated as 1A, the process by which a chemical combination breaks up into simpler constituents, especially one that results from the action of energy, like heat, on a gas or of a solvent on a dissolved substance. Okay, so this is that chemical thing. Uh, it's basically, yeah, breaking up into, into its smaller components. Um, and then the especially is there's this energy, like heat, gas of a solvent or a dissolved substance, something about um, when you put heat on a thing... Uh, on a gas or something, then it, it, it dissolves, it breaks down, I guess is what it's saying. So maybe you can use heat or some sort of energy to do the act of dissociation on a chemical thing. 1B, the separation of whole segments of the personality or of discrete mental processes from the mainstream of consciousness or of behavior. Okay, so we have a couple sections with personality, um, with parentheses. So I'll just read it with the parentheses. The separation of whole segments of the personality, as in multiple personality disorder, or of discrete mental processes, 
as in the schizophrenias from the mainstream of consciousness or of behavior. So, I mean, I kind of understand it without the definition, so we have to I have to think about this definition in another way, separating the personality uh from what is the mainstream of consciousness? So in multiple personality disorder, if that's even a phrase that we use anymore, uh, I don't think it really is. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like there's there's your your own personality, but then if you have this multiple personality, also known as dissociative identity disorder, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, then then your your mind, your brain, your person, whoever you are, is dissociating your main personality f- and and associating it with other personalities that are also in your brain, possibly something like that. I am not an expert by any means to talk about this thing, but that's sort of the idea. And I'm definitely going to put a link in the show notes for more information about this. Um, But, you know, let's just put a pin in that for the moment. Okay, number two for dissociation. The property inherent in some biological stocks, as of certain bacteria, of differentiating into two or more distinct and relatively permanent strains. And then also, such a strain, one of those permanent strains would be dissociation. Uh, And I don't know what we're talking about here dissociative, dissociative, uh, that is an adjective. Okay, Creek. The next word is dissociative identity disorder. Three words, noun from 1993, and the synonym is multiple personality disorder, which again, I don't believe we use that phrase um, unless I'm mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it seems like, uh, it seems like an older an older type of phrase, don't you think? Don't you think? Let's just do a quick, a quick little look at the word multiple. Uh, oh, my, these pages are all folded over. Um, let's see, multiple. I'm just curious when, when that was coined, because you know that will give us so many answers. Multiple personality. Oh yeah, 1901. So that's very old. But yes, you can go ahead and look in the show notes. Um, don't take anything that I said as gospel. Don't quote me on the things that I said about what it is exactly, because I clearly don't fully know. But, you know, I, I have sort of an sort of an understanding, a little bit of an understanding. I think there's more to the definition of dissociation in terms of personality. You're sort of, yeah, you're, you're separating yourself from your, your typical personality or something like that. Um, I think this is a fascinating thing that can happen to people, and uh, I don't know why. I don't know if anybody knows why it happens, but it's a thing, so you can learn more about that in the show notes, and then, uh, you know, go on from there. I don't know where that's going to take you. Some path. The next word is dissoluble. D-I-S-S-O-L-U-B-L-E. Adjective from 1534, capable of being dissolved or disintegrated. Dissoluble, that's our word, and 
if you put it into a liquid, maybe it might break down into all of its smaller little pieces. It can dissolve in liquid, disintegrate. Next word is dissolute or dissolute. Ah, dissolute, emphasize the first syllable, dissolute or dissolute. But it is spelled with an U-T-E at the end, so I would say dissolute. Adjective from the 14th century, lacking restraint. That's the main definition, lacking restraint. But we have especially marked by indulgence in things deemed vices. So um, if if you indulge in things like drinking or promiscuous sex, those are the examples that the dictionary gives, um, people, people like to call those vices, like, hmm, how do you describe that? Well, they tend to be, a vice is sort of something that many people would say is negative or possibly um, something to, to get your mind off of your typical day-to-day life, uh, something that's maybe not the most healthy thing for you emotionally or physically, but you like it. And it helps you cope with things. Uh, maybe it's a kind of thing that uh, if you if you did therapy, maybe you wouldn't need this vice anymore. It's a, it's a very broad range of things and, and definitions, probably. Um, so if you're indulging in, in those things and you don't have any restraint and you, you can't stop it, you are dissolute. Okay, we have an example, though. The dissolute and degrading aspects of human nature. That is a quote from Wallace Fowley. The dissolute and degrading aspects of human nature. What are those degrading aspects, you may ask? Well, as the book here said, they could be drinking or promiscuous sex. And, uh, you know, there's other things. Food and other sort of druggy things. Uh, But it's all personal preference. You know, Wallace Fowley clearly had some thoughts about human nature. Dissolutely is an adverb, and dissoluteness is a noun. And the etymology is uh, from the Latin dissolvere, which means to loosen or dissolve. So, I mean, if you're maybe you're loosening up, I don't really know how dissolve plays into this. Like you're dissolving into your, your vices? Not sure about that one. Uh, but uh, where did we see this word at the beginning of this episode? Uh, dissolute. There was dissolution. I'm trying to find it real quickly, but I can't. Maybe it was this one. I can't find it. It's fine. We have one more word for this episode. Dissolution. D I S S O L. U-T-I-O-N, noun from the 14th century. One, the act or process of dissolving as 1A, separation into component parts. Breaking it down into the things that make it up. 1B1, the synonyms are decay and disintegration. Same idea, decaying, breaking down into the pieces, dissolution. 1B2, the synonym is just death. So uh, I guess uh, when you die, you, you're you dead, you've, you have the death, 
you've got dissolution because you are your body will break down and decay. 1C. Termination or destruction by breaking down, disrupting, or dispersing, as in the dissolution of the republic. Oh, it was such a wonderful republic. They had a whole political situation in schools and things. Uh, but then as time went on, uh, it just got, it broke, it broke up. They said, we don't want the republic to be the republic anymore. Uh, these, the systems and the organizations will, will be destroyed. And so it has, it's a, it had a dissolution, termination or destruction. 1D. The dissolving of an assembly or organization. 1E, the synonym is liquefaction. Could be literally turning something into a liquid. So this, you know, dissolution, like we've said, all these other words, uh, decay, disintegration, dissolving, so many words, dispersing. uh, They're all about just a a thing kind of breaking up and going into the smaller pieces and it's not always something physical. Um, it could be this assembly or organization or a group of people or whatever it is. So many different things can this can happen to. Number two for dissolution is a dissolute act or practice. And that's probably the one uh, where you're indulging in things like vices. Okay, those were all of the words we had. I'll do a quick reread. Dissipated, dissipation, dissipative, dissocial, dissocial, uh, no, sorry, dissociable, dissocial, dissociate, dissociation, dissociative identity disorder, dissoluble, dissolute, dissolution. I feel like I have to pick dissociative identity disorder um, or maybe dissociate, which one of these do we want to pick? Um, I mean, dissociation had uh, other things too. Oh, I don't know. That's fine. Let's just pick dissociative identity disorder as the words of the episode because um, I just think it is a fascinating thing. And I don't know, I don't know how many people uh, are affected by this throughout the world. Uh, probably isn't a terribly high number, but I don't think it's incredibly rare either. Um, And I'm just so fascinated by like, what is the mind, the brain doing to make something like this happen? Um, You know, we see examples of this in in, in movies and media and things, and I don't know if it's necessarily an accurate portrayal of people who have this, who suffer from this. I assume that there's some level of suffering, um, you know, we, you, you see, you see somebody who's like, oh, they've got 30 personalities inside of them and they're all very distinct with different ages and genders and, and, and personalities and things. But I don't know if it's quite that, uh, cut and dry. Um, maybe there are some people who have been like that, but I, I just, I just think it's really interesting is all, um, and I, I hope that there are things that uh, therapists, psychologists, uh, things that they could do to help people with this. But I don't really know uh, what you can do. What can you do? What can you do 
for somebody who has disassociative identity disorder. What can you do? What can you do? I hope they need... Wait, what? <laughs> Maybe they need some help. I hope you can help them. If you... If you have this dissociative identity disorder or multiple personality disorder or some sort of schizophrenia, uh, if you've got this, uh, go ahead and uh, call the Google Voice number, send me an email, send me a DM. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious uh, what you have to say about it, uh, just because it's a very interesting thing. That's all I got to say. Oh, uh, last night we watched Aaron Brockovich. Somehow in over 20 years, I had never seen it, just never really got around to it. Um, and uh, it's a f just a fascinating story about this woman who uh, took took down this company, this big corporation, and uh, was able to get some financial help for people who had a major problem in their life, major health problems. Uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's just that's what am I what am I saying? It's very blunt. It's not. Um, I'm, it's a very simple explanation of what really went on, um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a really interesting story, and of course, Julia Roberts is great. Everybody is great, and uh, that's all I got to say. Do you? I hope that you learned some things. I sure did. Can't wait till tomorrow. We have a picture. We'll talk about a little picture in tomorrow's episode. I gotta go. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.